Hey everybody, this is Jade and Aaron and we're on our way up to Brisbane chatting about our journey as coaches and we wanted to jump on this podcast and share a really important message with you and it's about knowing your worth. So the big question is this, how do we have the freedom we crave so badly when we're stuck in jobs we don't like, leaving us unfulfilled, exhausted and trapped? What if I told you that you're already qualified enough to start building a life on your terms, the life of your dreams? That is the question, and this podcast will show you how by giving you the answers. My name is Jade Weller, and welcome to Jade Start Secrets Podcast. We were just chatting about when I first launched my business. It would be nearly five years, five years in May it would be, and how when I first signed up my first client, I was only charging $90 an hour. And at that time, I thought I was a little bit expensive and I was really worried that, you know, what if I can't deliver the value for that price? I was so obsessed with making sure that I was able to over deliver on the value so that way they were getting more than $90 worth of value uh, that they were paying for me to coach them per hour. And I just remember that feeling of imposter syndrome sitting in. And Aaron, actually. <laughs> I remember the same thing as well. I was yeah. sitting there the night before doing my presentation on PowerPoint, thinking, how much do I invoice these people? And I think I went in at something like $72. <laughs> Which is crazy because we'll tell you how much we charge an hour very shortly. But at the time, like you just, when you're first launching, you don't know the value that you bring to the world. You don't know what you're worth. And imposter syndrome is so high. Um, Aaron describes imposter syndrome really well yeah I actually coach a module on imposter syndrome just to get people out of their shell a little bit and it's when you have the fear of being a fraud in front of people like you don't really know your stuff and it's particularly interesting in uh, university students they really suffer from imposter syndrome so what happens is you can appreciate everybody finishing grade 12 at the top of their class and then put them all in the one room at the same time in university and then they become what average right so they don't um, they don't believe that there's something special about them and when the professor's on the board drawing up the whatever they're teaching the individuals are sitting in that lecture hall going should I really be here am I good enough do I deserve to you know do I have the, uh, the the acumen and the intelligence to be able to do this so imposter syndrome runs deep and I remember it happened to me it was incredible just trying to get around it. Yeah, I remember when I first launched my business, I was at uni actually. So it's funny that you say that. And then I remember when I first launched it, feeling like there are so many other people out there who know so much more than me. I went from being this person with hopes and ambitions and dreams of being able to change the world to suddenly feeling average because there were more coaches out there who knew more than me and were teaching more than me. And so I've sort of with Aaron's help, put that to the side. And I was like, nope, I'm, I do have something special to deliver the world. So I would consume so much knowledge and Aaron consumes way more than me. So I would read and read and read all the stuff I was learning at uni, any books I could get my hand on to make sure that I was always upskilling, leveling my, upskilling my knowledge and leveling up. So that way I knew that as I was coaching these people, I was giving them information that I was just learning and helping them apply it in their business. But how many books a week do you read, Aaron? I think I go through about a book and a half a week or so. Um, podcasts and things like that are on top and audio books are on top of that as well too. So it'd be a couple of books a week, but I'm, I kind of like just became that I wanted to get a like initially wanted to get a breadth and depth of knowledge like you said but then it just turned into a habit for me and I'm always just sort of doing something with the book but I think the expertise comes from or the confidence comes from the expertise having the 
the repetition, the breadth and the depth of the knowledge that you coach. Yeah, confidence definitely comes from knowledge as well. Um, I know with me, as I, the more knowledge I consume, the more confident I got. My prices started going up. So then I started charging $120 an hour, $150 an hour. And I would put my prices up incrementally by like $30 or $40. Then it went up to $200 an hour. And then it went up to, I started, once I hit the $200 mark, I started putting them up by 50s. <laughs> and then went up to 250 and then 300 and then 350 And now I coach people at $450. $500 an hour it just um, depends on what I'm coaching them on and so as a that journey of that transition and Aaron charges a lot more than I do he charges <laughs> it's a it's just important regardless of what you charge it's important to remember that the value that you're providing should be a multiple of the um, of the fee that you're charging so if you can solve a, a, a if you can solve a hundred thousand dollar problem for a client or a customer then you should be getting a good whack of that. So that's just the best way to do it is to try to get a, a good multiplier on the return for your client. Yeah, definitely. And I remember once I started getting the confidence and started charging more and more money, I actually, the epiphany, the turning point for me the, was the other day. I went and met with a friend for a coffee and we were chatting about her business. She's starting a jewelry label and she was just so excited about what it was that she was launching, but she was having a lot of um, haters around her trying to pull her down saying that she wasn't going to be able to achieve her goals and dreams and just seeing that that sparkle in her eye I was able to you know just reinvigorate that passion that she has inside of her and give her the confidence to be able to feel like she can be the next big thing because she can she's been around massive brands there's absolutely no reason why she can't she has the knowledge she has the the vision she has everything she just needed the belief and once we left that that lunch she said to me I really want you to coach me and it's not because of I mean you know so much there's that there's no doubt about that but what I really want you to coach me is just to inspire me and keep me motivated because I just love your positivity and the 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 uplifting energy you give me and for me that was a massive epiphany that's when I realized that as a coach, people don't pay you for your knowledge. I mean, they do. They expect you to have a, a level or a prerequisite level of knowledge. But more importantly, they pay you to inspire them. They pay you to keep them accountable. They pay you to be their backbone for their them and their business. And I then started thinking about all the services that I pay for, like PTs or other coaches. And I realized that I pay them to do the exact same thing. I pay them to keep me accountable. I pay them to inspire me too. So it's not necessarily about knowledge. It's about your ability to be able to inspire and keep people accountable. You have to always have knowledge and, and be able to take them where they need to go. But more than that, a good coach inspires and keeps people accountable. Yeah, definitely. I've seen that a lot in your clients, actually, the way that they finish on a phone call to you and they just become completely lit up or on they're on a Zoom call. And yeah, it's just amazing to see. I get lit up too. Yeah, I, I run around the house dancing and telling Aaron all about it. It is, it is the absolute best feeling. And as a coach, you don't really figure that out until you're a few years in and people are like getting back to you saying, hey, you're just, you're great the way that you keep me accountable and inspired and things like that. 
but the penny really dropped for me. You know, you know, spin class, right? You know, yeah. when you go to spin class at the gym and you jump on the exercise bike and you got an instructor. Yeah. You know how hard you go there. Yeah. You would never train that hard by yeah. yourself, right? <laughs> and I was doing spin class one time. I thought, my gosh, there would be no way in the world I would ever push myself this hard. <laughs> this must be what it feels like for my clients. Yeah. So no wonder they're paying me good money to do this. Oh, and you would be one hell of a spin instructor too. <laughs> Getting results. <laughs> so, so I suppose I wanted to jump on this podcast and share this journey of and the epiphany that I had as a coach as well to help you realize your worth. Your worth is the, the knowledge gives you confidence. Your worth is your ability to be able to get results for people and that getting those results is a mixture of your knowledge, your experience, but more importantly, your ability to inspire them and your ability to help them get what it is that they need by believing in them. And so once you realize that your worth all of a sudden becomes so much more because the results you're getting for people are life-changing. You're helping them achieve something that is impacting all areas of their life. Their transformation's huge. They're all of a sudden showing up more confident to their clients or customers. They're being more bold and taking bigger moves in their business, which is giving them a bigger competitive advantage. The, the ripple effect is huge. So knowing your worth has that massive ripple effect. I agree. It has a huge ripple effect, and it's it doesn't just come down to doing service-based businesses as well, too. So you just don't you don't necessarily need to be a coach or somebody who's providing that direct transformation for people as a service. It can also be product. So if you've yeah. got a product business, you inspire people through the story and the message that's weaved into your product. So, for example, let's say you were selling Himalayan rock salt lamps. And people weren't just buying your lamps, but you were inspiring them because you were telling a story about the place, the part of the world it could be to bet that the salt lamps are coming from or the journey and the story that's behind them. And that's what you can do with product-based businesses as well as service-based businesses to be able to help and inspire these people and keep them accountable for part of what you're doing with your product or service. Absolutely. I've got a client, she sells the most amazing crystals. They are, they, she could sell the crystals just off the look alone because I've they're so they're beautiful. They're gorgeous, aren't they? But on top of that, she tells stories. She tells about how these crystals come from mines in India and how they're ethically sourced and stories around, you know, how she source, how she finds the right crystals and what they mean to her and how the crystals help with, you know, meditations and all of this kind of stuff. She, she really weaves a lot of stories in with her sales and her crystals are anywhere between 150 to 900 dollars so they're, they're really high-end products and she's able to to sell the crystals because of the story so you're absolutely right yeah you totally so she can she can sell the crystals because of the story and when you're a customer of that particular business of of her business what happens is you get indoctrinated by let's say she was posting on instagram and posting stories about where they came from, you became part of the culture of the business. Then let's say you bought one of the crystals and then she delivered to your house and then she kept marketing through the socials. You then become accountable for those stories and you want to keep up to speed with them and that's how you can do it with product-based businesses as well. Yeah. So all in all, what we wanted to jump on here because we're so passionate about this, as you can tell, oh. <laughs> is we wanted you Love to it. know your worth. It's so it's so disheartening whenever I come across clients who don't know what they're worth and they don't feel confident in charging for it either because the value you show up and deliver to the world when you know your worth is so much more than what you charge. So be confident. Go out there and have a massive impact on the world.
Yeah, have a huge impact on the world. So what are the steps? Step one is break that imposter syndrome. Yeah. The second thing is how do I get my experience as the coach? Just get out there and do it. Or how do I get my experience with the product? Just get out there and try it. Yeah, and just know that yes, knowledge is gonna give you confidence, but your ability to inspire people is what's gonna give you the money. Exactly right, and then what's step number three? Put your prices up. Yes, put your prices up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I hope you have an amazing day um, and we'll talk to you soon.